Hey friends, can't wait till Wednesdays to get your Modern Mamas fix? Join us on Patreon. You can choose your tier, and when you subscribe, you'll get bonus content, early access to retreat, first peeks at new swag, plus shout outs and even real-time monthly virtual hangs with us. Visit patreon.com forward slash Modern Mamas podcast to check it out and support the podcast. It truly means the world to us. We are so grateful for you and for this community. I love Mama. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Modern Mamas podcast. We are two modern mamas here to inspire empowerment, self-love, deep physical and spiritual nourishment, holistic health, open minds, and joy, no matter your journey or perspective. I'm Laura of Radical Roots. I'm a certified CrossFit trainer, certified nutrition consultant, and mama to Evie Wilder and Indy Bow. I love outdoor adventure, good food, especially sourdough, and mindful movement. And I'm Jess of Hold the Space Wellness. I am a level one CrossFit trainer, a licensed and certified athletic trainer with a master's in kinesiology and mama to Baron Camille. I love food, trying new things, creating art and being a perpetual learner. Please note that while we're here to provide advice and insights, we aren't medical practitioners and always recommend that you check with a trusted provider before implementing any changes. Thanks for joining us. We're so happy you're here. Hello and welcome to another, it feels like it's been a long time since we've recorded, but it hasn't been that long, but we're back, we're here and it's the new year. It is, we recorded before Christmas, so it's been a while, Yeah, but yeah, it, it feels good to be back. It does. I'm not going to lie. I am like so tired. <laughs> I like can't wake up. It is just, it's a problem. So I'm just hoping this will energize me. I'm finally getting some sips of coffee and here you are. It's hopefully- Has it been hard for you to like transition back into life and work and all the things? I think so. I think that's part of it. I also like started my period like six days early and it was like right hmm. coinciding with like going back like the yesterday. And it just like hit me like a wrecking, like a ton of bricks and like a wrecking ball. <laughs> and I don't know. I always like I'm seeing a pattern of like I normally sleep really well, but like mm. on my period, I have some like and in- weird insomnia, like just mm. to the point where I'm just like I felt like I did not sleep last night. Like I was just I don't know if you ever felt like where you just mm-hmm. you're asleep, you're like in bed and you're like kind of asleep, but you're just like aware. That yeah, you're, it just is not restful yeah, at all. It's not, it wasn't restful. And that's like the past two nights and I'm just like, what in the world? So, and I'm like doing all my things and like going to bed early and like taking my like calm stuff, which usually helps. And I don't know, I think it's just hormonal. And I get like yeah. hot on my period. Like I get like kind of hormonal, I guess like maybe he- like heat flashes, hot flashes, is that what they're called? Mm, yeah, I don't even yeah. know. I am 40, so... Oh my God. Things are getting menopause. Oh my God. Anyways, I'm feeling a little (laughs) bit more alive because I've also been trying to wake up, eat something, and Mm. then have my coffee. And so I think it's just like a little bit of a transition because I literally just took my first sip and I'm already feeling like, Uh, (laughs) oh, yeah, that's got to be it. So, anyways, I'm here though. Hi. Hi. How is it? it. Like, I feel like probably you've got kids over there that are going to wake up soon. I, I kind of want to jump in. Like, tell yeah. me about how 
Wait, we haven't talked since Chris, <sighs> like before Christmas. Before Christmas. Right? <clears throat> and I feel like yeah. a lot has gone on. Like y'all went on a trip. Like, I mean, y'all got like a lot. Y'all had a lot going on over there. What's, how was it? It was really, really, really lovely, to be honest. Like, really, really good. <laughs> I'm feeling very grateful. I think we just like planned or didn't plan this holiday perfectly in that we had sprinkled in social stuff like a day or two before the actual holiday, which filled my need for that. And then the actual holidays were just us. And so like, I don't think I could have planned it better, which is such a lesson in surrender. Just like let it flow and it will be better than if you try really hard and try to make it something, you know, and then potentially be disappointed. So let's see, we last spoke before the week before Christmas and Evie was out of school and I, you know, I, that week leading up to Christmas, I had kind of crunch. I had to crunch because CrossFit takes a company-wide full break from, so from Friday. So like that Friday before Christmas, which was what, the 22nd, all the right. way through the 2nd of, of January, which was so wonderful. I mean, so wonderful. Such a reset for me and such a reminder that like, it is okay to pause and just to be. So we, Evie was out of school, but I, and I had, but I had help that week because we have a nanny share, but the sharing family was in Hawaii, which means I had longer stretches with her because typically I have to come home so that then the nanny can take the other little guy back to their house for lunch and nap because she can't get Indy down for a nap with him there, obviously. So it's a shorter stint than I, you know, than sometimes I need. So I had a nice long stint with her on, and she didn't have, she's also a sub at the nature school. So she didn't have to work. Because school was out. So I had her Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday uh, while Rusty was working. And I just like crushed, you know, and I was productive and it felt good. I didn't feel like burnt out. Then that week, you know, right before Christmas, the Etsy shop and like the, all that kind of just wound down, like sharing affiliates and gift guides because like all the shipping cutoffs were done. Like I felt like that was good and done. And then I could just focus on like getting the work done for CrossFit and then it was just like, it was midday on the Thursday on solstice. It, no, I got everything that I wanted to get done for the entire break done by like 9 a.m. on solstice, which is the Thursday before Christmas. I just took like a huge breath. We went to the national park with some friends and did a hike <clears throat> down by the river and down by the river <laughs> and then came home and just we had a really lovely solstice. And then, which is like for us, typically we get snow. And that's been really interesting this year. I guess it's El Nino. We haven't had any snow, not even enough snow or cold te- cold enough temps for it to stick up at the mountain. So that's been really hard for Evie, but we're working through it. But it ended up being great. Like we got out in nature. I'm like, what do we even do? Because we'd hiked with friends. It's like all so blended. Rusty worked. He came home. We had a delicious dinner, like a solstice dinner, which like, what do we even make? It was supposed to be like our new tradition, but oh, my brain. Anyways, we did gingerbread, like all the things. It was so great. <clears throat> and then rolled into Friday where we hosted, this is like the holiday meal that I hosted of our best friends in town. And they have, it's Rusty's best friend since first grade. They're basically family. We talk about that all the time. Um, and their little guy is now a year and a half almost. And the whole flow there was just compared to last year when we did holiday together, it was just so much easier, you know, that with their little guy being older and Indy being older, the kids just kind of like, we had space to just be as the the four of us and I did the U.S. Wellness Meets, big old turkey and like the whole festive feast and everything turned out great. And so that was really great. And then we had the next day, which was the day between Christmas and or between this holiday feast and Christmas Eve, where we just had nothing. 
because I loved the way that Christmas fell on a Monday because that was Saturday and we got to just like, Rusty has Fridays off. So we got to host this big dinner and then Saturday is just nothing. It was like this gap day. Like there's no holiday today. (laughs) We just had a bunch of friends over. We did this social thing. And so we just literally just relaxed. We went out for a hike somewhere. We just ate leftovers, watched Christmas movies. That day was so fun because there's no pressure. And then Christmas Eve was maybe one of my favorite days of the whole break. As we went out to the, our tradition now is to go out to the lake on Christmas Eve. So we did sourdough pancakes in the shape of, we tried snowflakes. And then we went out to the lake, grabbed a coffee on our way and just like hung out at the lake and then came home, got Indy down for a nap. Again, just like relax with Evie. We read books. We watched a Christmas movie. And then we do our traditional, you know, grilled cheese and tomato soup. And it just turned out so good. Like the food <laughs> was just all so good. And then, you know, like I snuggled in. Got the girls down. I kind of reorganized the living space area. This is the first that I've done this. So typically our trees by our front window, because it's like, you know, there's a beautiful window. You can, or there's a window so people can see in the tree, lovely, et cetera. But we don't have like a couch or anything over there. It's just like our entryway kind of. So I scooted the tree over into like our couch sitting area and like moved the girls' stockings down. They're usually hung up high on a window and put out the gifts. And so, you know, it was so sweet when they came out the next morning. And so the next morning we did sticky buns and presents and, you know, kind of just reiterating too on last year, I shared about this, you know, many of you know, we don't do, we don't quote unquote do Santa. We also don't like forbid Santa. And it's been really cool to see how it's all unfolded. Like this is the first year Indy was saying Santa. She understands who Santa is, but it's been really cool to witness like the magic that's still very much there for both girls and we haven't had any conversations with India but Evie knows but doesn't it hasn't seemed to change anything like she still likes at farmer's market Santa was there she still sat not on his lap which I was like kind of relieved sat (laughs) next to him and you know she was like a little bit shy but like still there was still magic there and I liken it to I think most kids know when you go to Disneyland and there's like a giant Disney character dressed in a suit like that's obviously I mean I think I don't know it depends on the age, probably. Yeah. I think most kids are like, there's magic there. It's not the actual like, Mickey Mouse. like Timon or Mickey Mouse yeah. or whatever. I don't know why I went with Timon. But <laughs> so the most random just, of all yeah. Disney characters. <laughs> the random meerkat from... <laughs> Anyways, so there's just still so much magic there. And similarly, like we wait to put out our gifts over the, the night between Christmas Eve and Christmas morning. They it, And it's just there's a magic of coming out and like the room looks different and the trees lit up and there's gifts. and. It was just really sweet. You know, we keep it pretty minimal, but like, it felt like this was a good year too, where I didn't, we didn't end up with a bunch of junk. Our family gifted very intentionally. So did we. And it just, it was like, it was just lovely. And my newfound gift that I want, that I've now requested for every Christmas is a puzzle. Because Evie got a puzzle. And so we did gifts and whatnot. Then we went out and got out in nature as we do, came home. Um, I just, I said, I was going to do paninis, but I simplified and did, a, I just did a roast, which was so easy. You know, I got it going before we left, just like some salt, pepper, oil, some herbs, whatever, popped it in the oven at a low temp and it just like, you know, slow cooks. And then yeah. I know you do half-baked harvest stuff often. This is the first time I've made anything of hers because our friend brought it over for the holiday feast. Her balsamic Brussels sprouts are on the next level. Oh my God. Yeah. So good. That and so our amazing. friend made them for that dinner and so then I made those which are super easy it's like shallots and brussels and balsamic and there's fig preserves which we had and then you sprinkle in like pomegranate seeds and parm over the top it was just so good 
And we sat back with some, I baked some fresh focaccia, had a really simple, delicious dinner. And then we went for a walk and I made like the, the full meal deal, apple crumble, came home, watched Christmas movies, ate crumble. It was so great. But during Indy's nap, you know, I like, we just sat around and Rusty and I and Evie sort of helped, but we just, we did this puzzle and we finished it that day. And there's not many things, like even a book, I can sit for like a solid half an hour and read. But with a puzzle, I don't know what it is about it. Maybe because you can also like chat and have Mm -hmm. conversations. You can kind of multitask, but it was so grounding for me. So right now I'm standing at my standing desk at our table and we have another Evie got a Smokey the Bear puzzle, which really I think is for Rusty and me because it's like a thousand pieces. (laughs) Well, that's a big one. Yeah, we've been working on it since New Year's Eve. And so like after, during the week this week, we've gotten, you know, it's like during naps, we'll do it. And today, yesterday was like a big work day for me, but still. While I sat and had lunch, I kind of just like put a couple pieces in, you know, and then later in the afternoon, I, we had some leftover birthday pumpkin spice full moon cake. And so I had a slice of that with some ice cream and sat there while Evie listened to her Yodo and like did some more puzzle. And so it's just, it's, it's been a cool way for me to pause during the day and like during naps and just like round me. So anyways, I'm looking at this smoky puzzle that we did a good number on. We've also been working on it like after dinner and bath when everyone's ready for bed. We'll just kind of all gather on the table and like I'll hold Indy on my lap and we'll just work on some puzzles. Well, hello there, my friends. Jess here, just popping in to do a wellness check on you. How are you feeling? Right smack in the middle of illness season and I want, no, I need to tell you about something I take regularly that I think has had a huge impact on my overall health and recovery from illness this season. Paleo Valley Essential C Complex Capsules. I think we've all heard the importance of vitamin C for our bodies, but did you know that virtually every vitamin C supplement on the market is actually ascorbic acid, which is made in a lab and usually harshly processed with GMO corn and harsh chemicals like acetone. Think nail polish remover? Ugh. Paleo Valley Essential C Complex, however, is chock full of 450 milligrams of vitamin C per serving, made with all organic superfoods, no synthetic yuckiness, and no isolated ascorbic acid. That's what I'm talking about. I typically take mine in two doses, morning and afternoon as a preventative measure. And if I'm feeling tickle in my throat, planning travel, or want an extra boost, I will double up my dose. If you want to check out Paleo Paleo Valley's Essential C Complex and incorporate a daily supplement that can improve your antioxidant response, gut health, mental health, sleep, skin, and even your cortisol response, head on over to www.paleovalley.com forward slash modern mamas and receive 15% off your order. Stay vibrant, friends. Oh, I love puzzles so much. I'm so excited that you're getting into like puzzles. all about this right now. It's very cool. It's different than like watching a show mm-hmm. or something where you don't really talk. Like we can just sit around the puzzle and talk. Yeah, it's very cool. So anyways, that happened. But yeah, and then it was, so then we had Christmas and then the 26th, it's like Rusty goes back to work right away. Well, that was kind of weird, but it's fine. And we just had a super slow 26th. And I, my usually I'm like, let's get everything down and whatever, whatever. We just like chilled hard, which felt really good. And then, then it was the 27th and Rusty had a half day for a number of reasons that it doesn't really matter. But he and Evie went for, and had a date. So I got some like afternoon time while Indy napped and just like rested and relaxed. And then Rusty and I got 36 hours away in Victoria for our, finally for our anniversary. And we're going to make this a tradition every single year. So we walked from our front door. The sitter came at 7.45 a.m., 7.30. We walked out the door. The girls had like just woken up. We got to snuggle them, whatever. Walked out the door, down to the ferry dock from our house. Walked on the ferry. We're in Victoria by like 10 a.m. because an hour and a half ferry. Went to this restaurant called Nourish. I shared all 
are stops. I have it in a highlight now and I added them to our map, but the food there is unbelievable. It's easier to get to Victoria, Canada than it is for us to get to Seattle. Mm. Shorter travel, like all of it. And you're just hanging out on a ferry. And we, I saw a freaking whale. And so <laughs> and we got in What uh, kind of whale? Hotel. What's um, I, It was some sort of, I think it was like a gray, is that what it's called? Gray whale? Gray okay. whale? I'm, I'm, it, I'm I wish not well versed in whale. It's not an orca. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I just saw it like come up and like squirt its water. It was pretty cool. And then we, Rusty traveled a bunch over the summer and he was the engine lead for fire. And so he got to book when they stayed in hotels, he got to book those hotels and he used his like account. So we had a bunch of points. So we got a hotel for free. We ate the most incredible food. We did a, and things are cheaper there because of the, you know, money difference or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we had a three course meal at this place called the Ugly Duckling, which is like a fine dining Asian fusion kind of twist. Ooh, that sounds... And we don't have a lot of food here in Port Angeles that's like diverse mm-hmm. culturally, mm-hmm. you know? And it so it was it was so good. We found a really cute little wine bar called Tourist. It was like all natural wines. I mean, we walked our butts off. I can't even tell you. We probably walked a marathon over the course of the 36 hours. We stayed up late and watched while hunting. We had really great sex. It was just like finished conversations. Watched, just like saw, got to look out at the water. I found an organic sourdough bakery. I mean... You know, of course you did. did. (laughs) It was amazing. I found an organic sourdough bakery with like real organic flour. And then I found an organic gluten free sourdough bakery where everything was gluten free. Of course, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to lie. Gluten is better, but it was still, they did such an incredible job with this. And it was even like potato free, which is good for me. So food, very thoughtful, very clean, very safe. You know, we walked home from dinner, a 20 minute walk home from dinner to the hotel at like 8 30, which for us feels late. Went back to the hotel. We, I, I think I already said this, but I'd never seen Goodwill Hunting, which I still can't believe. But we stayed up till midnight and watched Goodwill Hunting, and that was really lovely. So overall, and so we left at 7.30 a.m. on a Thursday and got home at 6 p.m. on a, or 6.30 p.m. on the Friday. And we had nanny, we have two nannies that we adore. And there's something about, some people have family that they can like, and our family's amazing, but there's something about having a nanny or a sitter that you know and trust and love that's like really young and has endless amounts of energy mm. and like just play. And we did shifts. So the the one came over at 7.30 and then she, we know she can get Indy down for a nap. So she stayed through getting Indy down. Then the other one came and she was our summer nanny and she stayed the night. Um, and then... How did it through, go? Really well. Like okay. really well. Okay. I, she wouldn't let me pay her for a nighttime. What? She's like, I just slept. Indy slept at the night. I, I'm not going to, you cannot, I'm not going to let you pay me. I was like, okay. So it ended up being like the sitters would, are, were less expensive than uh, like a really nice hotel would have been. Mm. Um, and, and just that peace of mind. And there she would like send us text updates, you know, and these, these, they can, they they can play. They, it's just, it was so great. And then the other one came back for the next snap shift and stayed through when we got home that evening. And we came home to two very happy girls that had a really lovely time. And now Indy's like verbal, right? So she's talking. So she told me about her time with Moya and they, this and that. And so it was just such a relief to have that and know they were like in such good hands and we could get away for 36 hours, which felt amazing. So yeah, and that was really cut filling going into then the new year where, you know, we do a lot of intention setting and Rusty had a ch- and I had a chance to talk about a lot of things. And, and then New Year's Eve is really when we, because New Year's Day is Indy's birthday. So New Year's Eve... We have our, you know, we did our sticky buns because usually they're New Year's Day, but Indy specifically, you know, she's old enough now to be like, nope, I want sourdough pancakes. So <laughs> we did sticky buns on New Year's Eve 
and we do our the ritual is the stew because that's the last thing I it's, it had already been our tradition but then I had it that night when I went into labor and so stew and focaccia and what we do is we I, we took down the tree on the 27th but we just like chuck it in the backyard and then on New Year's Eve we cut off limbs and we build a fire and then we write our intentions on a slip of paper and we take turns going around you throw like a little limb of the tree on the fire and it like what and then you throw your slip in so we share our intention and then we throw it in and it's just very there's something about like watching something like a goal or intention you've set like burn like that that's just it, i don't know for me it kind of just really instills it and it was so cool this year because evie last year it was like we would go around and it'd be her turn she's like i want to have fun on the beach with my friends you know, like things like that <laughs> like things she was looking forward to she didn't fully understand the concept and this year her goals or intentions were like so much deeper and more thoughtful and it was just it's it's such a testament to how much she's grown over this past year yeah so she so we did that and then we came in and oh we did i made sourdough graham crackers and we we did s'mores around the fire came in and we watched harry potter on new year's eve as well <laughs> but this year i was like let's make it special for evie so i went and got indy down and evie got to stay up till nine I'm pretty sure I fell asleep with Indy. I can't remember. Yeah, I, I think I came back out and like gave everyone a kiss and I was like, I'm out. <laughs> and then Rusty stayed up till midnight and people around here light fireworks at midnight. Yeah. Which is so funny because it was like, that's when my labor really kicked off two years ago was right at midnight and they were like fireworks going. <laughs> and so now I heard those fireworks this time and I, I was like, well, it's time. And they came out and gave Rusty a kiss and then went back to bed. Yeah. And then New Year's Day is Indy's birthday. And it was so fun because she's like, understands better, you know? Mm-hmm. And so she woke up early and I, of course, was like my usual up early, whatever. But like one of my intentions was to be more present with them and compartmentalize. And like one of my intentions is just to be more, especially at home. When I'm at home, I feel like there's always something I can be doing. I'm so bad. I'm not bad at it. I don't often just rest. You haven't yet mastered the art of resting. The art of rest. (laughs) And so it was like the perfect New Year's morning because... She woke up like 45 minutes earlier than usual. And I was going to book our flights for California. I had a few things on my to-do. And I was like, at first I was like, and I was like, you know what? This is great. Rusty and I had bought her a book for her birthday in Victoria. So I let her open one gift on the couch with me. And then I sat there and I read the book. And then everyone else like slowly woke up and ended up being fine. And then we did sourdough pancakes. And then her other gift was, I can't recommend this thing enough. If you have a two-year-old, like two to five, I think it is, or two to three, whatever. It's called a shotgun and it's just a little seat, bike seat that goes like a regular, you know, human, human grown up bike seat, but smaller size <laughs> versus a dog bike seat. And it goes in between my seat and my handlebars. And so then she sits there and it's got little foot things. So she puts her feet in these things and then she just holds onto my handlebars. And we had a toe behind that some friends loaned us that she just doesn't like. Because as far as she's concerned, it's basically like a car seat, you know? Mm-hmm. She doesn't like car seats. But this, she's like right in the mix. She's, the wind is blowing through her mullet, you know? And so we... <laughs> the sweetest just, little mullet I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> she went out for a bike ride at the in the Elwha River Valley and she just had a total blast. It was so sweet to watch. And I'm like, I can picture summer with just tons of bike rides and all that. So that was lovely. Came home, nap, puzzled, did... What did we do for dinner? She wanted pizza. So we did sourdough pizza for the first time in a while, actually. And it was, again, it was just a really lovely New Year's. Like very, just what we needed, you know? So then head into this week where Rusty's back and I'm back. And 
and all that. So it's, it was, it was great. I've now like, there's been a few different ch- days where I'm like, meh, and I'll just like delete Instagram from my mm-hmm, phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's not really good. It's not like a, it's not like a, I'm over it or it's like, you know, too all consuming or whatever. I'm, I, I am, I check it habitually and I don't love that. Hmm. Uh, pick up my phone, like check email, check Slack, and then I'll just open Instagram. It's like, why? I don't need to do that. So yesterday I deleted it. Like I was just like on a whim. I posted like a, sentimental thing to my feed and then I shared it in stories and I was like huh and I had been holding off on that because you guys might know like if you have drafts they'll all be gone if you delete your Mm -hmm, app mm -hmm. and I had when I have an idea I'll like save it to a draft and I was kind of at a point where I'm like I don't even have any drafts I have nothing right now like nothing that I feel like sharing it was so much sharing over the holidays Mm -hmm. through like the sourdough stuff and just like intention setting and I'm like okay set these intentions I have shared a bit about our experience I don't really have anything to say right now. So, and I don't have any drafts. Like, this is perfect. So I just deleted it. So I deleted it at like 7 a.m. yesterday. And then it was like a lovely day and I was way less apt to like take pictures of things or whatever. We did a little bit of baking. I had some leftover graham cracker dough and I it was like perfect because I let Indy just go ham with it. And while I prepped dinner and I took a couple pictures and like a little video of her rolling it out. And then it was like after dinner and like the girls in the bath and no one was around. I'm like, huh, downloaded it real quick shared like two things to stories and then deleted it again. And I was like, ah, this is so great. And then if I need to like check a message, I can do that on my laptop. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like, I feel very free of it right now. And so, yeah, it's it's good. And life is good. I've got a workshop, sourdough workshop coming next week. I think I'm gonna do those quarterly. I had thought about every month, but just again, like my word for the year, as I said last time, is ease. So keeping things easy. So like one a quarter feels good. A sticky bun pop-up a month feels easy to me. And so, yeah, over over the course, I don't know if I shared this or not, but over the course of Christmas week, that week before Christmas, over the course of five days, I baked 120 sticky buns and yes. froze them to sell. Mm. And it's like wad of cash in my sock drawer right now from <laughs> sticky orders. So like that, it was just, it was fun. So anyways. What are you going to do? You should like save it and like, I don't know. I can't even think of something like that you could do with it, but you should make it like a special. I know I should, but it'll probably go to, tra- to child game. <laughs> Well, that's special. <laughs> yeah. It feels special. And that's, I actually had that thought. I was like, in one one morning, I sold, I because I can make two dozen at a time. It's so like in that morning, I went and dropped them, got some cash, came home, and like with that cash, paid the sitter with spare. And I'm like, okay, like this is cool. And I was a con, you know, contracting for CrossFit. So that week between, I didn't, I wasn't, I worked, I think, one hour to like get some stuff done ahead of time because I had some space, but like didn't make any money that week. But I did. It's like mm-hmm. that sticky bun cash like made up for it. So it's kind sticky of Sticky bun cash. I like sticky that. Sticky bun cash. Yeah. So that is, that's, I got my sticky bun cash, my back pocket, a little <laughs> black market sticky bun action. And I'm like taking, I sold a couple loaves this week. So I'm like, I have no intention to have a brick and mortar or any sort of overhead or to be a baker. But if someone reaches out and I'm like, hey, this gal at the gym was like, can I buy like a focaccia and a bread for you, from you this weekend? I'm like, sure. You know? And so I'll just bake it, bring it to the gym, get some cash. And it's just, it keeps it fun. So I'm really trying to lean into more like local business growth and and community and connection here. And then like loving the cross at work. I'm not going anywhere. Like podcast is staying. I was going to wait to share this, but I signed a full-time offer from CrossFit <gasps> yesterday. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. And it's it's just kind of this You're culmination. You're just like slipping that in, right? <laughs> Uh, okay, I know. And it's please do like tell. 
just like off up and down and is this ever gonna happen and then you know i like let go and just like took some deep breaths and and then i woke up yesterday morning and it was like in my inbox and i was like okay i'm like tingly right now i feel very like deep relief great call with my boss and it's not so right i've been hourly contractor for a long time and like working my booty off and logging hours and thinking you know a lot of invested in a full-time way to my team and the work that we're doing it really matters i'm excited and now this just feels like the culmination of that. Like the work that I'm doing is now I'm just being like seen and compensated accordingly with this mm-hmm. full-time offer with like the company's amazing when it comes to benefits and culture and just the whole, like I look at it as the word trust. Mm-hmm. Like now I am a full-time employee with benefits and the, the, the culture of the company is just get your stuff done. You know, so no longer have to like log hours. It's just I get to all the creative space that the work takes, you know, like that is now it just it feels I feel very seen. And my boss has been just incredible and like gunning for me. And our team is amazing. So it just it feels really good. So yeah, barring like a background check, which you know Uh should be fine. (laughs) That is happening soon here. And it feels really good. And it's not and not a ton is gonna change, you know, like I, it's more just like the mental component of it. And so that just, it feels like a huge relief. And I think, I mean, in full transparency, I think that's one of the reasons where I was like, I don't have anything to say on Instagram right now. I'm going to, I'm going to delete this. Like there's this freedom that came with it and mm-hmm. I'm not feeling it there. I'm going to continue the Etsy shop, but I've also put in so much legwork with that stuff. And I've invested so much of myself and my family and my time. And so now it's like, it's running. It's a well-oiled running thing where I've got this shop and I'm gonna, I'll still put out some new content, but I just, there's this like weight that I literally felt like lifted off my shoulders with that. Where like, I will be compensated for my energy, my time. And I've got this work that I love and it just takes this load off where now I will keep sharing. I will not be on there as much. I will be sharing and showing up here more than anywhere else because this space feels so for years now, right? Like if you're mm-hmm. listening, you care <laughs> about what we have to say. You care about us as people. And I'm sure that there are things that whoever's listening right now, like I'm talking to you, you and I might not see eye to eye on everything. But how cool is that? That you're here and you're listening. And and we I'm sure I've had people tell me like they'll like talk back to us, you know, mm-hmm, like mid episode. Mm-hmm. Like nod that nod along or like say something back. And I just I love that. And over the course of this season, especially like what's been interesting over the holiday season. As I've traveled more like around our peninsula or Bainbridge Island or Vashon, I've had multiple instances of someone stopping me and a, a listener. And that has just been so cool. So this space just feels so great. And like the Instagram space doesn't feel as great anymore. The algorithms, I'm putting energy in there and like people aren't seeing my stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it just, I don't necessarily need to have my kids on there that much. And it was cool yesterday, just like being with them and not having it anywhere in my brain. I should document this or share or whatever like this is a space where i get to show up once a week for an hour and i can just share everything and if you want to hear what's going on in my life then show up here you know mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. anyways that happened i'm so grateful it's going to be a it's going to be a really good year and i feel like in man in choosing the word ease for the year in many ways i manifested this transition because i do think in so many ways it's going to make our lives and my life easier to have this like more focused just like this work for a company that I love and it feels very full circle because I worked full-time back in from 2012 to 2018 yeah and then I've gone and I've done my thing and I've had my babies and I've like and now I'm coming back and it I couldn't ask for a better team 
or more fulfilling work within the company. I love what I'm doing. I get to program workouts, which I love. I get to write session plans, which I love. I get to copy edit, create education for trainers. It's like all very aligned with my degree and like what I love and fitness and mental health and helping people improve their lives through movement and community. So I feel like I'm going to crash. I know. I'm so happy for you. I feel like this is like, I mean, like just, it feels like out of nowhere because it was like almost a couple of weeks ago. I feel like it was like, no, I released that. Like, yeah, totally. And it comes back in and I'm just, I'm so thrilled to be your friend. Thank you. I'm actually tearing up right now. I think I hadn't really had a chance to like, I don't know, process it. And thank you podcast, because this has been again, a space where I can just like, you know, I found out yesterday, I got the email super early yesterday morning, got to like talk to Rusty a little bit about it. And then he left for work and he gets home and it's like the day and I can talk to my boss about it, you know, but yeah. So thanks for holding the space. I was like, am I going to share yet? Should I wait till I like, it's, you know, background, I mean, but uh, background check, I mean, knock on wood. I mean, barring like, I was a teacher, like I've had been fingerprinted multiple times. I'm not worried. Don't forget that one time you were in jail for an extended period. I'm like, they're going to find some other Laura Brunner and like, assume it's me and identity theft. And (laughs) I think I'm fine. So anyways, just really grateful. And this might mean like, I will probably get to go down to California in March and be on film and like do some videos. And there's just so much more opportunity now. And I get to be so much more deeply invested in the company. And yeah. Because it's doing really cool things. So yeah, that's that happened. And that is so awesome. I guess that rounds out my update. Hi friends, Laura and Jess here to chat with you about our favorite new oral care products by Wellness, a phenomenal company that we are so proud to be partnering with. Wellness, a B Corporation, was co-founded by Katie Wells of Wellness Mama after years of struggling to find safer and non-toxic products for her family. Wellness has quite a product lineup, but today we want to chat about their oral care products, all fluoride free. Fluoride has been extensively researched and linked to potential negative side effects like hormone disruptors, acne, oral microbiome dysregulation, blood pressure issues, and more. And did you know that every toothpaste with fluoride sold in the U.S. is required to have a poison warning on the tube? Yikes. Whoa, not cool. You know it is cool, though. Wellness is not only fluoride-free, but they also use a substance called microhydroxyapatite. It's a big word. In their, product, <laughs> in their products, that is an all-natural substance that can replace fluoride and works to strengthen your teeth naturally and safely. Bear and Kami are loving the Strawberry Kids toothpaste, and Tim and I cannot believe how effective the whitening toothpaste has been in such a short amount of time. I need to see some before and after. I'll take some. <laughs> if you want to check out their offerings, everything from toothpaste to deodorant to shampoo and more, we've got you covered. Wellness is offering our listeners a special 15% off discount that will be automatically applied when you shop through our unique link at www.wellness.com forward slash discount forward slash modern mama. We hope you love their products just as much as we do. Oh my gosh. I mean, like, like big, big stuff and like amazing stuff. I just hope that like, I know 2023 was like, was also an amazing year. I mean, with Rusty, it was a hard year for you, but like, you know, with Rusty getting his, the fire job and like kind of y'all just finding your groove and yeah, you know, I, I feel like it was, it was a good year, but it sounds like 2024 is going to be potentially, I mean, knock on wood, even Smooth. better. E- easier. Last easier. year was, it was, it felt like a big transition year. Mm-hmm. Just like a lot of unexpected twists and turns. You were like fi- figuring a lot of shit out. 
mm-hmm. what we want to do with our lives. Evie's like, what do you, uh, what do I want to be when I grow up? I'm like, listen, I'm 36 and mm-hmm. like still, you don't, it's not, you do things, you have jobs, you do those things, but it's not who you are. Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like, hopefully a good person. <laughs> so here's just a reminder, like, no, it doesn't matter how old you are, you can shift gears and make changes and change your mind and decide I'm going to do my own business full time. And then you can be like, eh, actually, I want to like, I feel like for me, compartmentalizing is going to be significantly easier now, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and I've had this conversation multiple times here. So anyways, yeah, big, last year was hard. I learned a lot about what I want and don't want. And I feel like this year, and then towards, as we moved, this was an especially reflective transition into a new year for me. And I think that's because I had a lot to reflect on and finally had space to. Rusty's fire season didn't really end till after Thanksgiving, you mm-hmm. know? So I feel like I had this last month to like really more space to just like figure out what I want, speak it into the universe, not feel like I had to manifest things because of some external pressure. It was like, what do I actually want? Mm-hmm. And what does my family actually need? And, and just priorities and all of that. And so, and we finally, like this year, we finally, I, we've been here for three years and could not find good, like, you know, line up good, consistent help with the girls and daycare is like not our thing. And so it feels good to have that and flexibility i just need flexibility and to find a full, full-time job that you know or salaried job that allows flexibility is like it feels like a such a gift so yeah. Awesome. Awesome. yeah i started my radical roots business while i worked for crossfit you know and now i get to like i had that middle ground to like really get it a little stable, it feels like. And now I, I'm back to like having Radical Roots and the Sourdough Sisterhood and then also this this job that I just really, really love and I'm so grateful for. So that is how we're kicking off 2024. <laughs> it seems like a, it's, it's maybe it's hard to understand from a listener's perspective or maybe you fully get it, but like this transition feels like it is bringing the ease that I've asked for mm-hmm. and hoped for. So uh, here we are. I, talk I hope a it does. For a long time. No, that's great. I'm I'm glad for the catch up. And honestly, it gave the coffee a little bit of time to kick in over here yeah. while I was listening to. <laughs> Man, wow. I don't really. I mean, I. Do you want me to just like jump in? Because yeah. Okay. Well. Oh, let me let me like rewind Where my brain for a second. Yeah. <laughs> What's happened? What day is it? Yeah, I. So I think the last time we were on here was the day or so after I had kind of like a meltdown. Because it was like, oh, well, yeah. Well, you had like some pretty cathartic, emotion-packed yes. sharing on yes. our last episode. Yes, I did. And much needed, very necessary. And so I, I, I had shared here that my goal was to like try and cram all, get all my work done that Friday. Yes, that the kids was the last day of the school for the kids. And I did do that barring one recipe that I ended up doing the following week, which was not a big deal. It was fine. It was kind of a last minute request that I honored. And it from like kind of from the Friday that I like kind of was like delivered all my photos, like, you know, was like, I'm out. I will, I want, I wish I could say it was like such an easy transition and I felt so relaxed and everything was good. It took me a couple of days, to be honest, to kind of like, like, wait, when, when was the last day of school? It was Friday, wasn't it? Yeah. But it took me like that Saturday and Sunday, which was Christmas Eve, I guess, technically, to like just... Wait, when did the kids get done? 
no, 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 no. Okay, wait. They, their last day was the week before Christmas. Yes, okay. Like, everything's running together. So it wasn't the Friday before Christmas Eve. It was like the Friday before the week before Christmas Eve. Yes, I don't know. I'm asking y'all to confirm something you have no idea about, but that's, yes, that's what happened. Okay, it took me a couple days. Yes, it took me a couple days to kind of like, release the like adrenaline I guess and the like high the cortisol high of just pushing that hard for like that long and once I did you know things were good we had the the kids we did like a little kid swap with our friends just for a night our really good friends that the kids like you know see all the time and so we did a kid swap there which is really good we we just like, relaxed for a while. Gosh, I'm like truly blanking on what we did, which is like bananas because it wasn't that long ago. But what we, oh, so my main goal, a big thing that happened over break was I wanted, and Tim kind of incepted me with this idea. He's like, let's go into 2024 lighter. And what he means, what he meant by that was like our stuff, like our house. And it was just to the point where we had been both kind of burning the candle so hard at both ends that like just just upkeep of the house you know keeping things clean keeping things organized just was like the last thing on our minds and so like being in a small house it's just it was getting very overwhelming and not all of it you could like see a lot of it was like in the drawers in the closet like in the cabinets in the areas of storage that we have in the house just like every nook and cranny was like filled with stuff that like we just didn't have the mental capacity to like deal with. And so Tim, my Enneagram 5 husband, made this like incredible, we use Notion, which is kind of like a project management. We both use it, little software to kind of like, I use it for work, I use it for personal stuff. He created this like Notion page for like all of the areas in our house that we wanted to declutter. It was incredible. And he like put like how much effort each area was going to take, like small, medium and large and like where it was and all that stuff. And so we just like kind of started tackling day by day. We would just tackle whatever we had space for. I'm telling you, I have never felt so good because we basically, the only thing we haven't finished from our list is we have this like, I don't know if you remember, Laura, when you came to the house, there's like this upper storage in our room that's like basically our only storage. It's like sliding doors. And that's the only place we haven't touched yet. And it's basically, I mean, it's like, I mean, it's like our diplomas are up there. Like I think Tim's guitar case is up there, some like blankets and stuff. So once we like have the space for it, it won't take that much time. But I mean, we cleaned out closets. We, I mean, bags of clothes we donated from the kids and our stuff. Like, just like bags of trash, just like, just stuff. It's like, why are we even, and we were ruthless too. Cause sometimes I'm like, I'll start this process and I'll just be like, but I like, like, what if I use this one day? And I'm like, I have like literally never used this in five years. And I keep saying every time it keeps making the cut. Cause I think one day I'm going to use it. But we were like, nope, we're getting rid of it. Like I gave away, like most of the stuff I would like ask friends and family, like, Hey, do you need this? I'm going to donate it or what if it was like trash, essentially, I'm like going to throw in the trash. And so we gave away a lot of stuff. Every time someone would come to the house, I'd be like, hey, do you need a, I don't know, I can't even think, a food processor? Because I have two. 
and people were just like leaving right and left with like food processors and boxes of electrolytes and, you know, old vitamins that I'm not using anymore. But it felt good. It felt good to kind of purge. I mean, really downsized like clothing. The kids' room was just a disaster. And we, I always like to like pre-Christmas, like to do kind of like a purge of stuff because I know, okay, we're going to be bringing stuff into the house. We only have so much space in this house. Like we need to clear room for whatever's coming in. And so it was just, it was so great. And it was something that like, I just truly haven't had the mental space to like even allow myself to think about. And so that whole week before Christmas was a lot of that. A lot of kiddos like in and out. Like I said, we had some, oh, like our friends came over, their kids came over and they did, Tim did a whole like tent sleep out with them because they like begged and begged. They wanted to sleep outside. So we have this massive tent. I have no idea why we have this tent. Like it could literally sleep 20 people, maybe more. And it has like a separate front porch room, (laughs) like a screened in front porch. I have no idea why we have this tent. But we have it and the kids loved it. It has like a, you could take the top off and like see the stars. So they had to sleep out. I can't really sadly sleep on the floor because of my back right now. So I slept on the, on inside the house with the dogs, but that was really fun too, to have the kids over. You know, we tried to, let's see, I think around like Wednesday or Thursday of that week, that was the week before Christmas was finally when I was like, okay. Like, let's, I'm like ready to get in the Christmas spirit. Like, we watch Christmas movies every day. We, Cammie and I, and Bear helped too. We baked sugar cookies, which was so fun. I want to touch on that because we felt similarly where it's like, we, all of a sudden it was like, Christmas is here. I don't have enough time. We haven't done all the things. And then I'm glad to hear that because I think you were in a similar boat. We felt the same where it was like that week before and like right up to it. I felt like I got my fill and we did the things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's always time. There's always time. There's always time because I was literally, you know, the week before that, just being like, oh my God, I'm, I'm like almost the Grinch, but like not in a willing way, but just like, like, this doesn't feel like Christmas. Like, we're not going to do any of the things I want to do. And then it just like magically happened, you know, as it does <laughs> because it's the Christmas spirit or whatever came in. And so we did cookies and let's see, let me, let me really think about that weekend. We did, we baked cookies. We did a lot of prep because we hosted. My mom and my youngest sister, Alex, and her husband came over Christmas Eve and we did around here. I don't know if it's like a Texas thing. I've mentioned this before, but we did we did tamales. Like tamales are like a holiday food. And so we did tamales for Christmas Eve and beans and rice. Like Tim makes, they have like a family recipe for Spanish rice. So he makes it. It's just incredible. So we did tamales and beans and rice and we had cookies for dessert and... We exchanged presents and it was really fun. It was actually really pleasant. I know I've shared on here before, like relationships with my mom and in, even in particular, this this sister, my youngest sister. It's just, it's not that it's, I wouldn't even describe it as strained anymore. It's just not easy, as easy as it is with some other members of my family, but it was actually really, really lovely. Hung out made the food like they watched christmas movies with the kids and opened presents it was just really great and then we i prepped we did half baked harvest croissant berry and cream croissant baked oh my god oh my god i'm like still dreaming about it 
So I prepped that so it was an easy thing to pop in the oven in the morning. And then Tim and I spent Christmas Eve, and this is like what we normally do. We watched The Family Stone, which is my favorite movie of all time and also probably the most, like, it, it's, it's like super hard for me to watch too. So there's a, a whole dinner scene that's like just, to me, the epitome of like, I want to die like watching this conflict unfold. But we did it. We powered through because the rest of the movie is amazing. We wrapped all the presents and it was it was interesting. Like you mentioned, y'all don't like air quotes do Santa. We do do air quotes do Santa. And this is the first year that Bear has really been like, he'll be like, he just like will say little comments, but he never came out and asked us. And part of me was like, and even the night before he was like, I just don't know. Like, I don't know if Santa's real. And I was like, I feel like maybe Christmas Eve isn't the time for me to actually burst this kid's bubble, but the conversation is coming. Like, I'm going to wait a little bit till after kind of like the magic of everything has subsided. But I, I think that was our last Christmas of like that. And again, it's not, it's not that I don't believe that it's still going to be magical. It's more just like his his expectations and like ideas about like who brings the presents is going to change and shift. And that's also totally normal and fine. But I think we're coming up on that. But had a great Christmas Eve, wrapped all the presents, stuck, stuffed all the stockings. And we had to wait for a while because the kids kept coming out. And we're like, what are you doing? Like, you need to go to bed. And But they kept coming out into the room like, we can't wrap presents. Like, this is just bananas. So we stayed up pretty late on Christmas Eve. And then got up, of course, pretty early on Christmas morning. We actually got up before the kids because we wanted to get coffee on. And like, we love to like kind of be in the living room when they come out because it's just like magical. Like you said, it's like the treat, the lights on the tree are on and it's still kind of dark outside. Pure magic. It's so magical. I forgot to say, so as usual, I got up really early on Christmas morning and then Evie woke up earlier than everyone else as well. And I was like, what do you want to do? Do you want to like see the tree and come out here or whatever? And I was like, I have an idea. So I went in a room and read to her. And then I, I was like, I have an idea. Let's make daddy's coffee. And so I think that'll be the new tradition. She came into the kitchen with me and we made daddy's coffee and we did a little eggnog and we like froth the milk. And then he came out and sat by the tree and we brought him his coffee. And the three of us just sat there and like chatted by the tree. And it was, it was pure magic. Then Indy woke up. So anyways, I had to share because I, I thought just the Christmas morning magic and like it, the all about it, like watching them come out. However you do Christmas, if you do Christmas or solstice or whatever you do, Hanukkah, like seeing it through kids' eyes mm-hmm. is just, again, like I feel emotional. Anyways, yeah. proceed. I just had, I'm just over here like, <laughs> yes, I want to do it again, but also not like, oh, I can have a year. <laughs> well, I'm still like, honestly, I feel like I haven't got my fill still. And like, oh. I, it's like, I... I was literally thinking, and I don't even know why I was thinking about this this morning. I was like, we should do Christmas in July. Like, I love it that much that I'm like, how can I like... You're like Evie. Yeah. How can you bring this feeling back? Because it is, you're right. It's like, and like through the kids' eyes and like, I mean, they were just, and Bear, even at the end of the day on Christmas Day, he was like, I'm so sad. And I was like, why, bud? And he was like, Christmas is almost over and it's like my favorite day and it's so like he was like it's special and it's fun and and I was like I know but I I felt like I was like sad as well so anyways I I I just love Christmas so much and so maybe we'll be doing Christmas in July the Gertners we'll see but yeah it was it was just incredible the kiddos you know their lists were 
I feel like everyone was just more than happy with what they got. I mean, obviously they didn't get every single thing that they wanted. And I think that's probably, that's a good thing in my personal opinion, but like, it was just everything they were so happy and excited and grateful for. And, you know, like, kind of like you said, we didn't get a lot of junk, which was Mm. great. A lot of it, I mean, our kids, I guess our junk is Legos at the, I don't know. Like Bear is obsessed with them. They're plastic, yes, but like also they're like a toy that I can get behind because it's like, I mean, they'll spend an hour. It's like a puzzle, basically. It's like a puzzle. They're so engrossed and they're following yeah. instructions. It's spatial. Like there's like a lot of like dexterity with it. Bear can build huge sets very quickly. So that's kind of the downside. But Kami's really into Legos too. And I don't know, Evie may, Evie may like. I think she will. We're going to wait just a little longer just for Indy. I mean, she's not going to put it in her mouth. But- yeah. I could just, they're sharing a room now, which I guess I'll share about that next, almost sharing a room. Anyways, I could just see it being a big battle. Oh, sure. Well, also too, like, just touching the Lego set, you can like break it. And so little sisters. Yeah, exactly. Probably. The puzzle on the table right now is a good intro to not touching Legos, but it's not working where she's learning. Yes. (laughs) She's still in the learning phase. But I mean, Cammy loves... She loves animals. And so there's this like, I guess it's like Lego friends. I don't know. It's like supposed to be for air quotes girls or whatever. But a lot of it is really just like Cammy likes the sets with like animal focused things like the veterinary hospital and That's like fun. the sea otter rescue center. And so she's really into it. And I'm like super impressed because at seven, she can like really sit there and follow the instructions and build things with like minimal help. Like every once in a while, she'd be like, and call me in there. I can't find this piece. And then I like start to walk in there and she's like, never mind, I found it. And so then she'll like get back to it. But it was just great. Like it was super fun. My dad came over Christmas morning. Tim's mom came over and watched the kids. And then we just like relaxed for the most part. I last minute was like, I guess I'll cook a Christmas like dinner. And so we did a spiral sliced ham and I whipped up some like incredible mashed potatoes. They're Ina Garden's recipe and they were so good. And whipped up some like honey roasted carrots. And oh, also I've been wanting to try like, uh, there's this blogger, a food blogger that I follow, but she made these like, you know, those Hawaiian rolls, the like little sweet rolls. Loves them. They're so good. I I like, I don't know how you would make those sourdough, maybe just more sugar or something, but I took the ham, basically sliced open a pack of those layered it with ham, layered it with cheese, layered it with this like Dijon mm. mustard that I made and then like put poppy seeds on top and butter and then like baked it. Damn. Oh my God. It was like, it was like crack. It was so good. So we had those as well. Our neighbors let us borrow a golf cart, their golf cart. Fun. So we did a lot of golf cart rides around with like, it had like speakers. So we were like blasting Christmas music and it was just, it was great. Bear got a new skateboard. So we were down at the there's like a high school parking lot at the end of our street. We were like down there a lot. And it was just really, really good. Then the boys, Bear and his cousin, spent a few days with my dad fishing the week between Christmas and New Year. Or yeah, Christmas and New Year's. Which was good. It was good. It's a good experience, I think, for our ki- for my kiddos to like spend some some time away. But also at the same time, for Bear, it's like he really has like a strong sense of like what's right and wrong. And so Mm. when there's not, I mean, I love my dad to pieces. He's just not, he's not keeping an eye on things. 
very like closely. So a bear came back with a lot of emotions because him and his cousin, like, you know, just got into little like tiffs and he's like, he just, he's younger and like, he likes to rough, like fight and wrestle and like hit and like bears, like, you know, getting out of that phase. And he's like, I just didn't want him to do it anymore. Like, he's like, I just didn't want to wrestle anymore. And I was like, did you tell him? But he was like, yeah, maybe he did listen. So it was just, you know, it's just a lot of like navigating those scenarios with Mm -hmm. like family and like voicing your like expressing without physical contact. Unless we're like, we're in that boat, but unless it comes to it. It's like, if you ask kindly and yeah. then ask sternly and then it still doesn't happen, we're like, that's why you do jujitsu. <laughs> you can use force exactly. to protect yourself or stop someone from doing something to your body. Totally. Like not to instill hurt necessarily, but to prevent. We're like fully on board with that. Yeah. Because Evie's similar. She's like very sensitive. We're seeing a lot of that. She... Well, like, you know, like Indy will hit her and we're like, so you can, you're for you can stop her from hitting you. Like mm-hmm. grab her arm and tell her, I'm not going to let you do that to my body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, it's, it's, I feel like Bear and Evie are very similar in many yeah. ways from what you've shared. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Hey, uh, Laura here to share a company that I've used and loved since preconception with Indy Bow. And even now at two years postpartum, the supplements continue to support my immune system, sleep, vitality, and overall health. And Rusty's too. We are so proud to partner with Needed, a company dedicated to providing radically better nutrition while advocating for better maternal and infant health outcomes through their dedicated research and clinical study. Pregnancy and postpartum are some of the most nutritionally demanding times in a woman's life. I know firsthand how important nutrient status was for my health during pregnancy, through postpartum, and now as I continue to care for myself and my girls. Did you know that 95% of women in the perinatal stages have nutrient deficiencies? Most prenatal vitamins include bare minimum nutrition based on outdated guidance and stale research. We deserve to thrive, not just survive. Needed's products are formulated by experts in women's health, backed by clinical insights from their collective of over 4,000 practitioners and tried and tested by mamas everywhere. And we're thrilled to be able to offer you 20% off your first month by visiting thisisneeded.com and using the code MODERNMAMAS at checkout. Needed offers radically better nutrition for women from conception to pregnancy to new motherhood and beyond. I am deeply grateful to have thrived through pregnancy and postpartum with Indy. And I can honestly say that Needed played such an imperative part in my postpartum healing, nutrient repletion, milk supply, sleep, focus, and mood. I love Needed's prenatal multi through preconception, pregnancy, and the first year postpartum. The easy to take vanilla powder was perfect for those tough, nauseous early months. And I'm currently loving the women's multivitamin and the stress and sleep support plan to support a healthy stress response and optimal sleep and relaxation. Remember, Needed is giving our Modern Mamas community 20% off your first month. Visit thisisneeded.com and use code MODERNMAMAS at checkout. Let's make this the year of you. And just sensitive little incredible souls that just, you know, like... It's, I think part of what, at least I'll speak for a bear, what his, he's here to learn is like how to kind of like be assertive in this world. <laughs> yeah. And like you said, protect himself. So it was interesting. It was good. I mean, the majority, it was a really good experience and they had so much fun. They fished a lot, caught a lot of fish, but there was a lot of feelings when he just a, like, just not even necessarily a lot of feelings about anything, but just feelings. he was, he was just on the verge of tears a lot, you know, and I think yeah. he just wanted to be home. And so oh, while he was there, he was on the verge of tears a lot. No, no. When he got home. While he he was there, he was like, fine. My dad was like, yeah, we had a great time. Like, no big issues, you know, all that. They ate a lot of junk food and like they didn't sleep. And I'm just like, It's probably played into it as well. (laughs) 
<laughs> but overall, it was good. And I told Tim, I was like, maybe next time you should go like with just to kind of be a buffer there for him, yeah. like a safe place. I mean, not that my dad's not a safe place or I mean, he loves his cousin, too. He loves my my dad. It's just, you know, it's different. Sometimes you need an advocate. Yes, totally. Or a safe, like when we say safe space, it doesn't mean that the alternative is unsafe. Yes. It's yes. just it's like Evie's a- safe at school, but yes. she comes home and emotes a lot because yeah. that's not a space where she wants to emote. Totally. It's totally. like, I feel safe in life, but this feels like a safe space to like share, you know? Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I mean. But yeah, so we he came home and then we actually turned right around and we went to Corpus for New Year's Eve. We stayed at Tim's brother and my sister-in-law's house in Corpus. And so again, it was like, we literally, like, my dad dropped him off. We were like, okay, let's pack up. Let's get in the car. So for him, it was a little bit of a, a for Bear, it was like a quick turnaround. So again, it was like, it just took some time. But once we were all together and just, you know, even though we weren't home, like, he, you know, calmed down a little bit. And also vice versa. So my niece came and stayed with us, which was great. We didn't do a whole lot. So while the boys were gone, my niece was here with Cammie. Uh, and my niece is like 11 and Kimmy's seven. I mean, there's a, a pretty good age gap there, but they like to play. They play really well together. But also Cammy is like, she'll do whatever my niece wants her to do. But sometimes she'll come in and be like, I just don't want to do makeup anymore <laughs> or whatever it is. And she'd be like, oh, she can't girl. tell her cousin because she looks up to my my niece like so much yeah and i'm like it's okay like you don't have to like i'm giving her the words like and so they actually even had some really good space apart at our house like you know maddie would want to like watch a movie and cammy's like i want to play legos and so they would have some space apart it was good it was a good learning experience for everyone we had a, a great time and then in corpus it was just it was also great like we just ate a lot of good food we stayed up late playing cards and we went to the beach. The kids, like, I mean, the, the weather was just phenomenal. Just like a balmy, probably like six, 60s, 70s. And the kids like wanted to get in the water. So we, we took them to the beach and they were just like loving life, rolling around in the water, just like having a good time. And so we stayed out at the beach for a while. I guess that was Sunday. Yeah, Sunday, and then just cooked big meals. We brought our nowadays. So I did stay alcohol free. So I was looking at it and oh, my yeah. actually, yeah. Are my, you, are you, what's your plan? So I was like fully intending that I was going to like probably have a drink yeah. um, on New Year's. But so we have that now, the nowadays stuff, which I just, I, the more I use it, the more I'm like, why would I ever drink alcohol again? Like, I don't know. Like, this is way more fun. I feel way better. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just, I mean, it's the same. I have, I had one drink with the the nowadays, both nights we were there in Corpus. Oh my gosh. Like I, I just, I really want to see how, like what you think of it. I'm sure it affects everyone differently. So like yeah. maybe not everyone will have as much fun as I do, but like literally laughed the whole night. <laughs> I love it so much. I love we're, that for you. I know we were playing cards and my, my brother-in-law is just like the funniest dude. He was like, do you remember when R. Kelly made like this hour and a half long youtube series and we were like what he's like you don't remember that so he pulled it up on youtube and pr- proceeded to show us this r kelly like it's like i guess it was something about like being stuck in the closet and like it was just it was <laughs> bizarre it, but we were laughing 
so hard. Like we could not breathe. I peed my pants multiple times. Oh my God. That reminds me of the, this is like from college. There's like a animation of this like lizard. Oh and yeah. And it's the voiceover oh, yeah. of someone who's like high out of their mind. Yes. Like, who put, who put that there, that chair there? Not my, not my chair, not, not my problem. Not my problem. Anyways, yeah, it's actually bananas how much we actually quote that YouTube video like on a regular daily basis in our house. Oh, yeah, like us too. If someone asks, like, who put this here? Well, like without it's like clockwork. Who put who put that chair there? So yeah, oh, it was just stuff. it was so good, so fun. Woke up, came home on Monday, just kind of relaxed on Monday, and then like Tuesday, I'm gonna try and wrap this up because I know we're like at time here but like tuesday the kids had a like a it was just a weird like i could have said no but they had a play date request and it kind of threw me because i was like on tuesday we'll like hang out because we got to watch normally we watch like all the hobbits and all the lord of the rings but because we were like gone so much we only watched the first two hobbit and i was like dedicated i was like tuesday we're just gonna watch movies and we're gonna relax and get ready because the kids go back to school on wednesday and so they had a play date. And like from the moment I said yes to the play date, I was like, just grumpy. I was just like, this is not like going how I wanted it to go. And we're not relaxing. Now we're having to run kids around. And and they were had a great time. They wanted to go see their friends. But it was just me like kind of wanting to control that last like day and not wanting it to end, honestly, because it yeah. has been so, so good for me. I won't, I won't lie. Like I've had a little bit of like, I guess like the Sunday scary is like just going back on Tuesday. I was just like, ah, I just don't want to get back into this rat race. You know, like I don't want to get back to what I was doing. And so it was just a lot of like, so when they were gone, I spent a lot of Tuesday just kind of like ensuring that my week and my month and hopefully then that like turns into my year. It was just like, I kind of just like was planning. I needed to kind of sit down and like not just jump into Wednesday, like with no idea of like what it was going to look like. So did a lot of that. I actually said no to some new clients because I was like, I'm at my, I'm at my limit. And hell yeah, I know I was like, so proud of myself because I really, and some of these clients I like really want to work with. I'm like, this would be amazing. The foods they make is incredible. They're incredible. They seem like incredible people. I'm sure they'd be great to work with, but I'm like, I just can't, I can't do that. I, right now I, I want to only do two recipes a day. I want to only work four days a week so I can edit on like work. I mean, like cook four days a week. And with that plan, I'm at max capacity with my current workload. And so I was like, I can't, I can't do that. I'm not doing that again. Like I'm not doing the 2023 that I had in 2024. And so I feel really good about it. We'll see how it goes. I had my first photo shoot yesterday with Cassie, which was a great like easing into it because I was able to go there. You know, they have a plan, show up, like, you know, get back into the groove of things. And then today I'm going to be doing two recipes and then, you know, we'll just go from there. I, I'm trying to like, also like my big, Harry audacious goal is just to like care for myself and it's required effort like it's not easy I just want to reiterate that I know a lot of people are in my same position where they're balancing a lot of work and family life and I mean just trying to care for themselves and you know care for their marriage and care for their kids and have friendships and you know do all these things and like I see you like it is not easy it's like takes every bit of intention that I have to be like 
I'm filling up my water bottle at the end of the night. I'm putting my supplements out in this bowl so that they're on the counter. So I have them in my sight. Like I am looking at my day the night before and I'm like, when can I work out? When can I spend time with the Lord? When is this going to work? Like, what do I have to move around? Like, do I have to get up early? Do I have to go to bed late? Like, it's taking a lot of effort. And like, I'm also trying to eat in the morning. I've been, so I don't know if y'all saw Liz Wolf is kind of launching this, like her content is really shifting over to be like 35 plus, like 40, like women's health stuff. And of course I'm just like so thrilled because that's like right up what, what I need, like right up my alley. And so a lot of what she's been sharing and what I had already planned is like, we're not doing fat, like I'm not doing fasting mornings. Like I I need to eat. I need to like fuel myself as much as I possibly can before my day gets so busy that like I just can't. And so it's been like weird because I don't have an appetite yet in the morning. And I was talking with this about this with Cassie and she was like, eventually, like it takes a couple of days, like maybe even a week for your body to like wake up hungry once you kind of start that process. And so it's kind of like been miserable the last couple of days because I'm like trying to eat this like really healthy, delicious breakfast in the morning. And I'm like, I'm not hungry. So I'm not going to ease into it. And have, kind you of, tried, have you tried whipped cottage cheese? I, I know I talk, I talk about it blue in the face, but like for me, I've learned I don't want to wake up to like eggs and greens and meat. It just nothing about it's appealing. But I've started doing these bowls and it's so much protein. I've added Paleo Valley whey and then I just top it with like granola and a drizzle of nut butter and maybe like some sauteed apples or banana. And it's like, it's so protein dense and so delicious. So I'm just throwing that out there because it's still food. It doesn't yeah. have to be a vegetable. Oh, absolutely. And so I think that's what I'm finding is that like the eggs, because I had made this like really yummy like egg breakfast casserole thing that I like kind of like plan to have for the week. First of all, I love that. I love breakfast casseroles, but I, I don't love reheated eggs. I'm learning. <laughs> like I just would rather fry up an egg in the morning or whatever. But also like so I've been doing, I haven't done whipped cottage cheese, but I've been doing Greek yogurt with whey like in it. So what's that texture or the like nutrient difference? Do you know from like the There's Greek more yogurt? protein in cottage cheese. Okay. And these up. So she's on my arms right now. Okay. And I like the, hmm, I like the flavor better, especially with the whey and okay. you whip it. So it's like, I'll mix protein powder into yogurt and that's good, but it's not the same. I love the consistency of the whipped okay. cottage cheese. And I do a combo of like half a scoop or sometimes if I want extra protein, a full scoop of whey and a full scoop of the vanilla bone broth protein. Mm -hmm. It's just so delicious. Sometimes I'll do a sprinkle of cinnamon and whip it all up. But I love it so much. Okay. Well, maybe I just will shift my like, maybe still have like some egg meat stuff later in the morning. There's nothing to say that can't be lunch or like snack or, you know. Totally. Totally. I can't, you know, eggs showed up on my intolerance test. And since I've cut them, when I do have them, you know what I notice? Mm. I get foggy. Mm. That's like, that's because I had, when I went to the gluten-free sourdough bakery, I got uh, this insanely delicious breakfast sandwich. I'd just been craving one and it had like, like a maple butter, but then also mm. like sauce. I mean, it was so good. But within about an hour or so, like I felt foggy. Mm. <sighs> and so that's because it doesn't like hurt my stomach or anything. But if I just eat like an egg or two, that's, and it's sometimes it's worth it. Fish, I will just not do because that makes me ill. But anyways, sorry. No, you're <laughs> good. 
But like I mean, for me, the thought of waking up to eggs, I'm like, ah. No. Yeah. I mean, I love eggs and I haven't yet noticed any correlation to like feeling poorly with them. I just, I, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm, and I'm just trying to get back to like some of the stuff that I learned through my genes. Like, I, I'm not tech air quotes supposed to do dairy because of glutamates, but I don't feel weird on dairy. And I feel like the nutrients that I am getting like from are worth it, it. are worth it to me. And so. also there's, Different. I I love that like yogurt and cottage cheese are probiotic. Yeah, it's and like the the things in the foods. Just like I've learned with sourdough and bread and grains and whatnot. Like once something's been fermented or whatever. And I know you have a hard time with certain fermented mm-hmm. things. Is dairy is like yogurt? I and- haven't noticed anything with like yogurt or anything like that. So I mean, I'm just gonna keep going until my body tells me otherwise. So yeah, anyways, all I'd like to say, just trying to be intentional, trying to kind of like stack some of those healthy things, healthier habits, I guess, like things that I know will fuel me and nourish me like in the morning before mm-hmm. things get a little bit crazy. And so, you know, we'll see how it goes. So far, so good. I My back is feeling pretty good, but I think that has probably a lot to do with like not doing a lot of photo shoots. Not filming, yeah, <laughs> yeah. or shooting. So I have invested in some gear that, and I continue to kind of invest in some gear that will save my back a little Bruce bit and I were at an outdoor store in Victoria and we saw the camelbacks and I was I told them about how you said like Jim wanted to you a camelback I mean it's still not off the table I feel like I'm still I'm doing actually a pretty good job with my water so far but again like I haven't gone back to like my normal workload we'll see today's today will be a real test so anyways I'm just you know well I have a lot of hopeful expectations for 2024 but no, no big shifts or, you know, no new jobs or anything like that, but just a lot of like hoping to get back to more of like a balanced state of being for the Gertner household, I think. And so, and then still also might be moving to Corpus. We'll see. A lot of things have to happen for that to actually come to fruition. And so holding that fairly loosely, but it was just so nice to be at the ocean. Like literally, I mean, just like it's, it's a hop, skip and a jump from my brother-in-law's house. So like we... We drove over there, but we could have walked. I mean, and just like we saw a dolphin pod, like which was so magical. They were fishing, and we saw them kind of like like fish were jumping out of the water, and we saw the dolphins like going after them and stuff. And it's just, I don't know. It was so it was so nice. It was it was really nice to be there. And so we will see. We'll see. Stay stay tuned. But anyways, I feel like we've been talking forever. This is a long episode. Thanks for hanging with us. It's a good way to kick off the year. Yeah, for sure. I'm mixing oatmeal and time to do the mom thing. Compartmentalize. Yes. (laughs) All right. Well, happy new year, everyone. Yeah, happy new year. I hope that, I don't know. I don't know what the like, the send off should be. Like, I don't want to say I hope it was better than the last year, but I hope that this year has a lot of good things in store for you. I like that a lot. Yeah. Bring on the good. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. All right, everybody. Well. Do you want to say Happy New Year? She just waved with her thumb in her mouth. Can you say hi? No, she's like, I'm still waking up, bro. <laughs> Give me my oatmeal. <laughs> with Paleo Valley, bone broth protein. Yeah. They also make it unflavored. That's all. <laughs> Shameless plug. We love it. Oh, and okay. I like, I'm really excited. I hope that y'all have been, and this is like not intentional, but like, I hope y'all have listened to some of our new sponsors for. 2024. Oh, yeah, it's good. We are so stoked. I feel more aligned than ever with Me the too. lineup it of feels really good. Yeah, partnerships that we have. And so 
If you have any questions about needed or wellness or, you know, even Foria and Paleo Valley, who we've partnered with before, shoot them our way because, I mean, we truly do. Love we vet them. this stuff. Mm-hmm. We never. You like Milky, huh? We never work with a partner unless or a sponsor unless we've tried and and loved the product. So yeah. you can always trust us on that. On that, yes, absolutely. Okay, all well, right, friends. We'll catch cheers. you on the flip side. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time. Bye.